Hello, hello, you're listening to the Leadership Woman podcast with me, Jill Samuel. How are you all today? Spring is definitely here. I'm loving going in the woods with. How are you all today? I've been in the woods for an hour with the dog. Um, I'm looking forward to talking about the subject today. Got my first vaccine this week. So what's going on that's positive in your life? Today I'm going to talk about mentoring. I'm going to talk about how you can add value to other people. I may well mention what I do in my groups. Um, And I'm going to start with the quote, be a river, not a reservoir. This is a John Maxwell quote. And what do you think he means by this? I heard him at one of the conferences and he always talks about growth, the importance of us being intentional about our growth. But he's also very clear that we need to pass it on. There is really no point in doing hours of reading each week, hours of preparation for for anything, and just keeping all this information to ourselves. So that's the purpose behind the, the title that I used. And the idea is that we don't have to be an expert in order to be able to add value to somebody. This is also contained within a quote because we do tend to be a reservoir. We do tend to think, you know, when I'm an expert, I'm going to be able to talk about this. I'm going to be able to help people with this. And he's saying, no, as soon as you learn something, immediately think, who can I benefit? Uh, who else needs to hear this? Now, of course, <laughs> I'm not saying go and bore people. I'm not saying uh, go and explain just how brilliant you are and look what I know. No, this is about people around you who you know, they're trying to change their behaviors. They're trying to grow. They're really interested in this stuff and you can help them. You can ask them if they're interested in it. So this idea of just being a little, a few steps ahead took me back. I very often talk about family stuff, I know, but took me back to my grandmother, my grandmother, Nellie. Now, although my great-grandmother was still alive until I was 25, 26, our relationship wasn't such that I could have a conversation with her, really. So I asked my grandmother, what was it like growing up in a family with 11 or 12 brothers and sisters? How on earth did her mother cope? And she said, well, in fact, the children themselves raised each other. It was the eldest to help the one below her or him and the next one and so on and so on. So they all raised each other. And I think that that's a good description of mentorship. They didn't need to be experts. 
they just need to know needed to know more than the person who was following after so I thought that might be a little bit of an image you also know that I listen to uh, <laughs> Korean dramas but every now and again there's um there's a quote that I hear and somebody said we prefer to follow someone two steps ahead than ten steps ahead and I thought that that fitted into this so if you're sat there thinking well I'm not an expert then I'm here to say there are people who need to hear who need to know what you know Maybe the education system is a little bit faulty because the further you go in education, the more narrow the subject matter is. You become expert in a very narrow field. But we don't need to be a PhD, a doctorate level, before we can start being useful and actually passing on this information. As well as one-to-one leadership coaching, one of the most rewarding things that I do is run leadership groups. And COVID, whilst was quite a negative thing in the world, I think I've said before, from my business perspective, it really knocked down barriers. Um, Now I can run leadership groups and people are sitting in all different countries while we're on Zoom. Whereas before, I would get in the car, I would go into Luxembourg, and we would sit in a room. So from that point of view, it has been uh, really beneficial. Two regular groups that I have are the influencer group. This is a small group of I don't want to say older, more seasoned, maybe, leaders. And then there's another group that I usually call the Next Gen. This is the Aspiring Leaders Group. And the two groups have had quite a bit of contact with each other. Not only, as you would think, the influencer group can mentor some of the people in the Aspiring Leaders Group, but vice versa. My role in both groups is to stay two steps ahead. It's for me to find the topics, the books. Always the theme is leadership, how we develop so that we can lead other people, but probably more importantly, how we lead ourselves. So some of the topics that we've had are communications. How do we communicate with each other? Everyone communicates, few connect, being one book. Um, the brain, how the brain works, how we can keep ourselves calm. Your brain at work, David Rock, and that's another one. In the influencer group at the moment, we're doing the book called Corporate Rebels. And I need to read widely to look at the changes that are happening and to just try and bring new thoughts and ideas on sustainable leadership, regenerative leadership and that kind of thing. So I hope that's given you an idea of how you can use your own learning and experience and then pass it on. There's nothing to stop you forming some kind of group, some kind of circle of people who are like-minded 
who don't want to stay where they are, who absolutely have got a vision of where they want to be. I also coach and mentor women particularly. It's my passion to see women take their proper place in the world where any decision is being made, women should be there. This is my personal view. And there are certain women in my life that inspired me, one being my music teacher. I know that the people in my groups will be saying, oh, yes, we've heard about your music teacher, Beryl. She was an amazing woman. Sadly, she passed away last year. But she was thinking about it. When I first met her at age 11, she was the only single successful woman that I knew. So who are you a role model to? And before you answer that, I can remember listening to some celebrities who were saying, well, I don't want to be a role model. I don't... You can't choose whether or not you are a role model. You can choose whether or not you do it well, whether or not it's for good or bad, but you can't really choose whether you're a role model because by its nature, you a role model influences people and celebrities influence people. So who are you a role model to? Who are you two steps ahead of? How can you add value from where you are? Remember, you don't need to be an expert. You do have value. You're definitely two steps ahead of someone. And do it in the right spirit. The spirit of adding value to someone, not just showing off everything that you know. So today, be a river, not a reservoir. Thank you for listening.